this week on Newsy Paloozy, it's the invasion of the stink bugs and spider crabs. Plus dog news, candy news, and something special made from scrap. Over here! Hey, 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 listen up! Yeah. <coughs> new, 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 Newsy! Newsy Paloozy! Newsy Paloozy, the new school for curious kids and adults. I'm Leela and... I'm Lindy. Otherwise known as my mama. <laughs> this week, climate change means crop-eating stink bugs are becoming a big pest in the U.S. So are the spider crabs in France. Listen on to find out the whole smelly story. In India, you won't believe what one young engineer built from leftover scrap metal. Major candy news this week, too. From a new M&M to a wardrobe change for quality sweets. And it's official. Dogs know when their humans are stressed. You gotta listen to the end to find out how. Alrighty then, let's dive on in. First up is the... The Big News Story of the Week. So, as if climate change weren't making our lives tough enough... Global warming is also bringing out the creepy crawlies. Not just creepy, but stinky. Pew! According to a study by Washington State University, an invasive species of stink bug is becoming more widespread in the U.S. because of climate change. And as we mentioned last week, invasive means... Spreading quickly and taking over. Well, that's true for the word alone, but now, when applied to nature, we tend to think of it more as when a plant or animal that's new to an ecosystem is changing the natural, or native you could say, and balanced way that ecosystem worked already. So, first thing first, what's a stink bug and um, why do they stink? Well, in nature, most plants and animals develop ways of protecting themselves when threatened, right? Oh, sure. I hiss like a mad cat. That usually scares people off. <sighs> yeah, that's what you get when your only friend in the pandemic were cats. <laughs> Well, when the stink bugs feel threatened, they, you know... Oh, they... Not quite, you know, so uh, loudly, but yeah, they give off really nasty smells. Yuck. Well, the researchers spent three years watching stink bugs. P.U. And they found that changing weather conditions may create a better habitat for the brown marmorated stink bug. And everyone, especially farmers, should prepare for change. Prepare for the invasion of the stink bugs. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, they're not just creepy to look at either or stinky to smell, but they're hungry too. They like to gobble up sweet fruit like apples, pears, cherries, and grapes. Uh-oh, I like all of those. Ah, uh, well, by the way, did you know that the brown marmorated stink bug is an insect native to Asia? But it was discovered in 1998 in the U.S. state of Pennsylvania, where it's believed to have been accidentally introduced. Oops. Yeah, well, it's not just America that needs to brace itself for some depleting or decreasing food supplies thanks to creepy crawlies that like the warmer weather. Uh-oh, again. All the way over in France, it's a similar story, but luckily for your nose, it's way underwater. 
An invasive species is also stressing out mussel farmers in France. What, like really muscly French farmers? <laughs> no, I mean farmers in the northwest of the country who help propagate and fish for shellfish called mussels. I like my version better. It's funnier. <laughs> I hear you. Anyway, they say that the rising sea temperatures are attracting, wait for it, spider crabs. And so many of them that they're destroying where mussels usually hang out. Terfoy! Something like that. Well, the mussel farmers are asking authorities to help. And do what? Go crab diving? I don't know. But they say if nothing happens, their industry could die out, as there'll be no mussels left to collect or eat. Oh no, I do love me some mussels and fries. Me too. And now... It's time for... Technology news. Technology news. This story is about a young engineering student from the South Indian state of Tamil Nadu who built something amazing out of scrap. Wait, from scrap or scratch? Well, actually both. He built it from scratch and out of scrap. Oh, well, what did he build? A piece of art? Oh, no, something way more practical. Um, a device that butters your bread? Ah, uh, no, that's what children like you are for, my dear. Hmm. Well, here to tell us more on this story is our New Delhi tech correspondent, Rayanj Savari. Take it away, Rayanj. Thanks, Leela. We all know what upcycling is, right? Making something out of junk. But you will never guess what a mechanical engineering student named A. Gotham has made out of some scrap metal... A car. And not just any car, but an environmentally friendly electric car. There might be more environmentally friendly than normal cars that burn fossil fuel, but they are super costly to make. They require a lot of rare materials and precious metals. Unlike big car manufacturers, Gotham created an electric Jeep using scrap metal with separate controls for the front and rear wheels. Can you believe it? He even reached out to an Indian car manufacturing tycoon named Anand Mahindra through Twitter, asking him for a job. Mr. Mahindra was so impressed that he offered one. He also said that India has the potential to be the leader in electric vehicles thanks to root-level innovators like Gotham and many more like him. In New Delhi, I'm Rian Zaveri, reporting for Newsy Paloozy. Thanks, Rianj. Cool story. What's that? I'll tell you what. That's the halftime bell, which means it's time to hear what's making news around the rest of the world. Hold on tight. It's around, around the, the world, world in 80 seconds. seconds. Oh, hold Despite Russia's parliament approving laws officially annexing or taking control of four occupied Ukrainian regions, Ukraine says they've recaptured dozens of towns in the east and south of the country. In a surprise change of mind, tech billionaire Elon Musk says he's willing to proceed with his takeover of the social media platform Twitter. And yes, he's agreeing to pay the price he offered months ago before trying to quit the deal. 
One of the cheetahs brought to India last month as part of a scheme to reintroduce the wild animal back to the subcontinent, which we covered in episode 110, is thought to be pregnant. This is giving conservationists hopes that a new cheetah population will thrive in India after seven decades of local extinction. And Jews around the world are marking their holiest holiday, Yom Kippur. It's a day of fasting, of self-examination, and asking for forgiveness. Well, thank you so much for that. Wait for it. Wibbidi-bobbidi-zibbidi-zabbidi-rap of what's making headlines elsewhere in the world, Mama. I think that gives a whole new definition to wibbidi-wappidi-zibbidi-zappidi. Well, considering it's our kind of whippity wappity zippity zappity thing, I'm not really sure what it means except for you saying it really fast. <laughs> now, we have an important announcement from our friends at Kids Listen, the podcasting network we're a part of. Hey, everybody. I'm Melly, a member of Kids Listen, a nonprofit made up of creators who make and advocate for high quality audio content for kids. And we need your help. We want to make kid podcasting bigger and better for everyone out there. And the best way to do that is to learn from you. That's right. Each week, you press play on your favorite podcast. And we want to know why. What keeps you coming back episode after episode? So, we would like for you to take our Kids Listen survey. It'll only take a minute. And you'll be helping us to continue to deliver the best podcast for your family's entertainment and educational needs. Go to the survey at kidslisten.org or click the link in the show notes. We want to learn from you. So help us out, please. That way, we can keep creating shows that you love and enjoy. So hit the link and fill out the survey. Bye. Thanks, Melly. Yeah, thanks, Melly. And folks, everything Melly said, okay? Go on. Let us know what you really think. All right. Now, we have some super sweet news. Oh, good one. She's talking candy, everyone. <laughs> so one of the most iconic candies in the world. She's talking M&Ms, everyone. <laughs> An American candy that's been around since 1941, if you were wondering. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> and what colors make a pack of M&Ms? Oh, um, yellow, red, Green, brown, and most recently blue, right? Ooh, you know your Eminem history, but you forgot orange. Oh, and orange, yeah. And now, dun da da dun purple joins the pack. Radical. Well, it is the first time a new color has joined the lineup in over a decade, and it's designed to represent acceptance and inclusivity. For all us purple types. Yeah, you got it. But I think raisins kind of got there first, you know? Oh my gosh, you're so right. That is a good one. All natural, no chemicals, said the child. Hey, I like my chocolate, just like my raisins and dried mango too. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Well, that's not the only purple candy news. Our British and Indian listeners would know of Quality Street, their iconic purple box of chocolates, individually wrapped in shiny, pretty plastic... Gone, gone, gone are those plastic wrappers. Two million pieces of plastic, in fact, that often ended up on the floors, streets, down drains, and even when they were properly thrown away, they still sat and sit in landfills, taking decades, if not centuries, some say, to biodegrade. 
Well, we're happy to report the new wrapping will be made out of paper and is completely recyclable. How's that for quality? And finally, let's see what the Lucky Dip Machine has in store for us this week. Right, step, step right, right up, step right up. So we all know that dogs and cats are pretty smart and that they can tell whenever their human is stressed. At least my lovely cat treasure can. <laughs> oh yeah. She gives you a wide berth as in a lot of space when she senses you're stressed. <laughs> yep. Good for her. Well, a recent study from Queen's University Belfast in Ireland has found out how, well, for dogs anyway, cats are more mysterious, of course. Yes, their research suggests dogs can sense your stress through their nose. The average dog has a sense of smell 10,000 times or in some cases 100,000 times more powerful than humans. So it's no wonder they found that dogs can smell the difference in their human's breath and sweat when they're feeling a negative emotion. Ooh, and I believe with an accuracy rate of 93.75%. Impressive. You know what else is cool about this study? Tell me. Well, it shows that when we humans are facing negative feelings of psychological stress, our bodies have a physical response. It actually alters the odor of our breath and our sweat. Oh, wow. That's why dogs can detect it. Maybe humans can too. Come here, mama. How are you feeling today, huh? I think I smell stress. <laughs> Get away from me. Busted. <laughs> Give me some toothpaste, please. And it's time to wrap up the podcast with the, the top, top five facts heard today. today. Fab fact number one. A study by Washington State University says an invasive species of stink bug is becoming more widespread in the U.S. because of climate change. Invasive species means what? When a plant or animal that is new to an ecosystem changes the balance way it's working. Fab fact number two. The brown marmorated stink bug, as it's called, is an insect native to what area of the world? Asia. Fab fact number three. A young engineering student from the South Indian state of Tamil Nadu built an electric car made from scrap. That is known as which? Waste washing or upcycling? Upcycling. Fab fact number four. M&Ms are getting a new color for the first time in a decade. Purple. When did the candy first come on the market? 1941. Fab fact number five. <laughs> study showed dogs can smell when we're stressed out thanks to their powerful nose 
which can smell how much more than the average human? 10,000 to 100,000 times more. And don't forget, if you want to test yourself later on, then go to the Lucky Dip page of our website. Come on, it's newsypooloozy.com. That's pooloozy as in P-O-O-L-O-O-Z-I. And take this quiz online in your own time. I repeat, P-O-O-L-O-O-Z-I dot com. Never gets old, does it? Never. No. And that almost brings us to the end of this episode of Newsy Paloozy. But first... Profuse apologies for the two reviews we didn't read out when they dropped a few weeks back. First, it's The Beach 3, who gave us five stars and said, Amazing podcast. I love this podcast so much. It's an easy, fun, kid-friendly way to catch up on the news. And Pay Bear, who also says, Always like listening to Newsy Paloozy and learning something new every time. Amazing how they can find new interesting topics beyond only current events. Totally enjoyable for sure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Please do rate us and leave us a review. Pretty please. We'll read it out loud if you do. Alrighty then. See you next week in the happy, splashy, giant, Nizzy Palizzi. Thank you.